Resentment, the enemy of relationships. Do the conflicts in your relationship feel like the same thing over and over again? Have you felt that bitter feeling around a certain person in your life? The feeling of being angry or full of revenge towards them for no specific reason? Could it be... Could it be the deep-seated resentment you hold within? Could it be the deep-seated resentment you hold within? What is resentment? In the word resent, re means again, and sent means to feel or sense. Resentment is re-experiencing negative moments from the past that hurt you. Resentment is a cocktail of anger, shame, mistrust, fear, and sadness. So, while resentment So while resentment is more defensive, So while anger is more of an attack on the other person, it's more direct, and resentment is more defensive. It's an indirect attack on the other person. Anger is more intense and short-lived, while resentment is less intense but lasts longer. An example of anger is when your partner An example of anger is when your partner tells you that you're not giving them enough attention. This causes you to feel unappreciated and results in anger. You instantly release all your feelings directly to your partner and perhaps argue back and forth or raise your voice. Day later, there's no anger left within you from this argument because you expressed yourself correctly and accurately. You let it all out. An example of resentment is when your partner tells you that you're not giving them enough attention and upon hearing these words, you feel unappreciated and think that it's unfair. So you decide to remain quiet because you don't want to deal with an argument. The feeling of anger is still unconsciously bottled up inside you. So throughout the day, you feel bitter towards them and argue over the littlest things and subliminally inflict pain upon them. Resentment leads to a constant state of bitter distrust in your partner. And as time passes, it becomes harder to let go of resentment. So what causes resentment? Unlike anger, which is caused by a recent occurrence or present situation, resentment is caused by weeks, months, or even years of experiencing unfair treatment and not being recognized for one's efforts. Resentment is a result of not letting go due to the fear that forgiveness may mean letting go of their personal boundaries. So the first cause of resentment is unfair treatment. Resentment's caused when a person thinks they've been treated unfairly. Whether they were or were not treated unfairly in reality is irrelevant. The feeling of being treated unfairly is enough for resentment to come into being. Unfair treatment could be the time when Amna and Jack were moving houses, and Amna had to do the lion's share of the work while Jack was lazy and unhelpful. Unfair treatment could be the time when Lori was at a hotel checking in and perceived that the staff were being more respectful to the white folks and dismissive towards her due to her skin color. This caused her to feel mistreated, or she experienced unfairness. Number two is not being praised or appreciated. Another reason for resentment to arise in an individual is when they feel entitled to attention, praise, or appreciation, which they feel they've not received. Again, whether they deserve appreciation or not is irrelevant. Simply feeling that they have not received enough appreciation will lead to harboring resentment. 
An example of this is when Umar cleans his and his partner Jessica's room every day, but thinks that Jessica does not appreciate or recognize it due to her never vocalizing that. Another example is when Aisha took care of six children as a housewife to let her partner Noah work, but felt unrecognized for her hard work because Noah never praised her. Some other reasons why resentment creeps up into relationships are reading negative intent, unrealistic expectations, not being heard, and feeling the need to always be right. Or that the person who caused resentment never admits or accepts their involvement. So now we know what resentment is, we know what causes resentment, but why is resentment harbored? Well, resentment's a passive-aggressive response to threat. It's a method of avoidance and a way to avoid being direct. People hold on to resentment because it gives them the feeling of power and control. It allows them to feel less vulnerable, avoiding the feeling beneath anger. It's an avoidance of responsibility and allows a person to stay in the role of victim. It allows a person to feel right and inflict guilt upon another person. What are the signs of resentment? Some of the signs of resentment are conflicts feel repetitive. Small things trigger you. You're reading negative intent. You're constantly pointing out the flaws. You feel irritable around the person. You're provoking irrational arguments. You don't feel heard. And intimacy and affection are withheld. Experiencing resentment can be a very painful state to be in. So why and how should we treat resentment? Well, letting go of resentment will allow you to feel more freedom and better mental health. You may think you're punishing your partner by holding on to resentment, but your behavior is only going to lead you to feel more pain and victimhood again. Resentment is a soul-sucking emotion, and over time, if left untreated, it can turn into your personality. Learning how to deal with resentment will improve your relationship and happiness. Number one, this is the most effective method. True forgiveness, not cheap forgiveness. If resentment is present, it means there's something you're not accepting or something you haven't let go of. Forgiveness is the most powerful method of diffusing anger and resentment. And there's a difference between true forgiveness and cheap forgiveness. So cheap forgiveness may actually fuel resentment. It's instant and is usually because of the desire to avoid the situation. It's a method of denial because you forgive simply for the fact that you won't have to deal with the situation or uncomfortable feelings any longer. In cheap forgiveness, you hold on to the same perception and the resentment is not released. So then true forgiveness takes time and hard work. It's when you examine the experience, your emotions, and your internal response. When you come to a state of true forgiveness, you release resentment in a healthy way and have a shift in perception. True forgiveness occurs within you, with or without anyone else knowing. It's a choice that you make. It's a choice that you make that does not come from the reactivity of your ego. When you've truly forgiven, you let go of the idea of a perfect human or the idea of a different past. True forgiveness is acceptance and letting go. What forgiveness is not is forgiveness does not accept insensitive, unfair, or hurtful behavior. It's not an excuse for any bad behavior. It does not mean that you're okay with that behavior. It's simply releasing yourself from the burden of having it play out in your present moments. Therefore, it's important that you understand or hear from your partner that they acknowledge their contribution to your resentment and will make efforts to prevent it from happening in the future. And then let it go once that is over. 
Forgiveness does not suppress anger and pretend everything's fine, but rather deals with incidents in the moment directly, without past experiences shaping or exaggerating perceptions. Number two, choose not to punish. Except that you can't change the past. It's common for people to mentally punish their partners for past sins. Choose not to do this. By punishing your partner for past mistakes, you're not changing anything about the past. And you may only worsen your relationship moving forward. So choose acceptance and discuss how you would like things to be moving forward instead. Number three is honesty. To undo resentment, it's important to ask yourself where it's coming from to help you get to the root cause of it. If there are recurring arguments, identify a key theme that triggers you in those arguments and reflect on where your feelings are coming from. Here are some guiding questions. Number one, what aspects of my relationship is resentment affecting? Get clear on where your resentment is playing out. Perhaps it's the lack of intimacy or the way that small occurrences turn into hour-long arguments. Number two, how do I feel I've been treated unfairly? What long history of unfairness have I experienced? Perhaps it's a month of your relationship in the early stages where you felt neglected, or the lack of help you received when setting up the house. Number three, are my expectations realistic and fair? Perhaps you're demanding too much time and your partner is incapable of giving that. Or you're constantly complimented, but due to your own insecurity, you feel unloved. Number four, have the behaviors or experiences that I resent changed? Is it realistic to demand a change? If they have not changed, ask this. What is the most effective way to get my partner to change this behavior? What will happen if I stay passive-aggressive to get revenge? What will happen if I bring it up as a blaming argument where I blame you, you, you? And then what will happen if I simply be direct and succinct and state how this made me feel and the changes I want to see moving forward. What is the most effective method to get what I want? Now we went through how to resolve resentment. Let's dive into how to prevent resentment because this is also very important. Number one, direct communication. To prevent resentment from arising in your relationship, remember to always maintain an open and fearless line of communication. Letting go of your ego and being as honest as possible will make your relationship work for you, even if it feels cheesy. Here are a few examples. Example 1. Miranda's washing the dishes and Sam leaves another dirty dish for her in the sink. Miranda's already exhausted and had a long day. What's Miranda's best course of action? A. Miranda throws the dishes and says, I guess I'm just a slave around here. You never do any work. Why can't you help out? B. Miranda stays quiet and takes deep breaths and finishes washing the dishes. She waits for a good time to bring up the conversation in the future. Or C. Miranda looks at Sam and says, I feel really tired today. Would you mind helping me out? What do you think the best option is? Pause. Think about it. The best option is option C. Why? Because she expresses how she feels in a healthy way and asks for help in a clear and direct way without any resentment from the past. If you want to see a few more examples and, and practice them, click on the link in the description. By taking the lead in your relationship to communicate directly, it will eventually pass on to your partner and allow you to co-create a harmonious relationship. 
So what are you waiting for? Call a meeting in your relationship and remember to use these communication tactics to set things straight. I encourage having weekly or bi-weekly meetings with your partner where you discuss the relationship, your experiences, emotions, and have an emotionally open conversation. This will set the momentum for a nurturing environment where all parties feel loved, heard, and desired. After listening to this, you may want to hit the reset button in your relationship. I suggest you sit down together and decide to hit the reset button. This simple intention, if taken seriously, can help you wash away your past and open a new chapter in your relationship. Your relationship is not over. No matter how young or old you are, you can rejuvenate your romantic experience by becoming more aware of your feelings and choosing your relationship over the need to be right or in control. Thank you for tuning in and I hope this helps you strengthen your relationship and let go of resentment.